I'm Polly. I'm a mom, a wife, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and founder of No Kegels University. I have helped thousands of women stop leaking, enjoy intimacy, and feel proud of their bodies, even after having kids. After years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking, how they should properly recover after having a baby, and that pleasurable intimacy is possible, I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 23, How the Pelvic Floor is Affected by Endometriosis. So if you didn't hear my endo story a couple episodes ago, not a problem, because I'm going to elaborate a little bit more here, and hopefully this kind of puts to rest or at least gives you some clarity on what the pelvic floor has to do with endometriosis. So at my very first OB visit, it was suggested to me that I had endometriosis, which as a 19-year-old girl, that didn't really make a lot of sense, and it kind of freaked me out. And one of the things that they told me at that visit was that I was going to have pain with intimacy probably for the rest of my life. It might go away, but it could get better. And at the time, I thought, oh, what kind of information is that to tell someone? And at the time, I was not a pelvic floor physical therapist, so I didn't know any better. And in fact, this information haunted me. And early on in my dating life, I decided that I was going to wait to be sexually intimate with someone until after I was married. But this idea really bothered me early on, and it made a lot of dating relationships, especially the ones that I thought could have become serious, or maybe they were, it just kind of had this dark cloud over it. And interestingly enough, once I started treating the pelvic floor, I started to understand why this information was brought to me. But I also started to understand why this was terrible advice. And in fact, that OB should have said to me, you need to go see a pelvic floor physical therapist. Because as I walk you through what's happening here with endometriosis and how the pelvic floor becomes affected, you'll see why pelvic floor physical therapy is helpful, but you'll also see why pelvic floor physical therapy might be a great answer for you. But let me also add here, I am not trying to convince you that you have to go see somebody. I want to really illustrate how the pelvic floor is affected. And yes, I might be a little biased that pelvic floor physical therapy is necessary for everyone with endometriosis, but I really, really, my goal for this episode for you is that you understand how and why the pelvic floor is affected with endometriosis. 
The first reason that I want to bring to your attention is that endometriosis, or I like to call them endolesions, they're kind of sticky. And sometimes, depending on where these endolesions are found, which can be in a lot of different places inside the pelvic cavity and abdominal cavity, other places too, but we're not talking about those, but when there are areas of quote unquote stickiness, I like to think of them a lot like super glue. And if there is super glue influencing how the organs are sitting against different tissues, well, you can see how if they're sitting in and around those pelvic organs, that really might cause lack of motion or dysfunction at those pelvic floor muscles that sit so dang close or even next to or on some of those pelvic organs next to those muscles. So that is a consideration with those endolesions that just being in such a close proximity can influence that. The second concept I want you to be mindful of is our pressure system. And this might seem like a convoluted idea, but just stick with me for a few seconds on this and I'm certain it will make sense. So our pressure system technically starts at the back of our throat at the epiglottis and goes all the way down to our pelvic floor. But for simplicity's sake, let's think of this at our diaphragm down to our pelvic floor. So when we inhale, our lungs fill, diaphragm descends, that pushes down on our organs. They move out of the way because of the volume or pressure displacement, and then that pushes into our pelvic floor. When we exhale, the pressure or volume displacement isn't there anymore and everything rises. This is part of a natural process of us breathing. So as you noticed, I said that that pelvic floor should drop. But if we go back to that first concept about those endolesions, if some of those organs are sticky because there's endolesions there, that might be less movement that could be occurring within that pressure system, meaning that that pelvic floor isn't getting proper input, meaning that it's sitting stagnant and most possibly not getting the input that it needs. And muscles that sit stagnant and stationary, they don't feel great. And pelvic floor pain can become an associated symptom. The third concept I want you to be aware of is the pain response of our pelvic floor. So years and years ago, they did a study and they wanted to see which muscles contracted in response to fearing for your life. And they found that it was the pelvic floor. And they continued on and they've done lots of other studies since. And in my professional practice, I see this, that anytime we experience any negative emotion, and or pain that our pelvic floor contracts in response. So if we're having pain because of those endolesions or creating some dysfunction in our pelvic floor, our pressure system isn't functioning properly because our organs are kind of stuck and maybe not moving well, then we can see where this dysfunction and pain could be contributing to our muscles, our pelvic floor muscles, tightening in response to 
all the effects of endometriosis. And the fourth concept I'll bring back to you is a lot of times when we experience an endo flare, we're in pain. And I don't know about you, but I'm not really interested in getting up and moving around. And depending on how frequently we have this, and I would even argue, even if you have this one to two days a month, I still would argue that this applies to you as well. But one of the principles about the pelvic floor that you should know, and it's not talked about very much. Well, it's talked about a lot on this podcast and in all my coaching and courses, but whatever our hip does or doesn't do decides what our pelvic floor does or doesn't do. So if our hip muscles aren't working or being activated, then our pelvic floor doesn't get that activation as well. So if we are laying in bed or sitting or just laying low because we don't feel great, chances are we're probably not up walking around as much as we used to, meaning our pelvic floor isn't getting as much work or function as it used to. So this can cause weakness, atrophy, and dysfunction in that pelvic floor. So I'm hopeful that this episode gave some simplicity as to the many reasons that our pelvic floor can be affected by endometriosis. And hopefully it gave you even a little insight into the global role that our pelvic floor plays with the rest of our body and its function. With these episodes, I am hopeful that I'm that I'm able to explain some of these concepts in a way that you can better understand and take some of this information and decide if it's the right thing for you. I told you in the beginning that I don't really want to be one to push pelvic floor physical therapy onto everyone. Yes, I'm totally biased, but I want women to understand their pelvic floors, what's happening. And especially as this relates to endometriosis, you need to know the information so you can make the right choice for you and how you want to continue managing your pain, your symptoms, what have you. So the homework for this episode is to, if first, if you have not signed up for the Thrive with Endo exercise series yet, please do so. Check the show notes. The link is there. This is a four-week exercise series that will go out at the end of March. It'll be sent to your email, and each week there will be a new series of exercises for you to try. I'm sure you've noticed that there's not a lot of exercise happening with endo, but really consider these movement options because I think we get scared and we're really not sure what to do, even though in the back of our mind we might think, well, I should exercise, that might help, or it's good for my health to exercise, but I can't right now. This program free to you. I should really emphasize that point. It's free. It will help you set up a framework for yourself that no matter what stage you're in, this will help you identify the different types of exercises that you can perform again, no matter what stage you're in. And it's all free because this is how much I believe in it. And the second thing that you can do is if you have not signed up for a personalized pelvic floor plan yet, check the show notes. 
This is a 15 minute call with me that before you and I even hop on this call, I send you a list of questions. So I have a better understanding so I can do the legwork on this plan before you and I ever even hop on this call and you'll walk away with at least one month's worth of exercises specific to you and your pelvic floor and at least three strategies to implement. And truth be told, this is one of my most favorite things to do because we get to pack so much information in such a short period of time because I've done the legwork prior to meeting with you and creating plans is one of my most favorite things. So with that, remember you're an heiress and a queen and everything in between. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you check the show notes for more details and to see what else I'm up to, follow me on the socials at beyond the V period by Polly. Because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more, I still need your help. Please subscribe, leave a review and share with a friend or two. See you next week.